0: Welcome back to the All Binge Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about All Plains Gymnastics. And this week, we're putting our dredging hats on and we're rescoring three meets from this past weekend. And we've got Michigan versus Minnesota, Cal versus Oregon State, and of course, the meet of the week, Missouri versus Florida. So if you want to see what we got when we're scoring these meets, stick around. So this week, instead of doing a typical recap of the competitions, we decided to do a re of the competitions for week six, since there were so many scoring discrepancies, scoring problems, scores arguments. Scores that <laughs> did not make any sense whatsoever. We <laughs> like thought, mathematically impossible scores. Right. So we thought, what better time than now to do some rescoring of meets. We did this a couple times last season, and we had some people request that we do it again. So starting off the weekend we had michigan versus minnesota Brittany and i were at that meet because it was at michigan and it was a great competition it was a great competition both teams looked really good i think overall it was a strong showing for both the teams the final score was michigan out on top with a 197 975 so super close to breaking 198 with minnesota going 197 075 now when we went back and rescored scored the meet, we still had Michigan out on top. But with a score that was just a little over four tenths lower than what M- Michigan actually got. So we have Michigan at a one nine seven five five zero and then Minnesota with a one nine six eight, which is just a little bit over two tenths what they actually scored. So so basically, we had Michigan was scored a little bit more generously than Minnesota was. Yes. For the most part, I mean, going back and re-watching the meet and rescoring it and just looking at my notes here now, I think, Minnesota, for the most part, was nothing too crazy. There was a couple scores that maybe could have been a little bit higher, some that were a little bit lower, but for the most part, it was on par with roughly what the judges were thinking. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go event by event, rotation by rotation, and let you guys know what the actual team score was and then what we got. And then if there was any routine in particular that was super, at least a 10th discrepancy, we'll talk about it. So rotation one, Michigan was on vaults. Minnesota was on bars. Michigan actually scored a forty-nine-two-five, and we had them at a forty-nine-two, so just a half tenth difference there. And then Minnesota on bars started with a forty-nine-four-two-five, and we had them with a forty-nine-three-five. So that's three quarters of a tenth lower than what they actually scored. So nothing too crazy there, I would say. Um, of course, I feel like when I'm watching meets. You have to figure out how you're going to watch and how you're going to re-score, right? Like you have to think, are we watching this like we're judges in the SEC conference and we're overlooking little deductions or are we taking every deduction possible? That's the biggest issue, (laughs) honestly, is that you could hammer every single routine and take every single deduction in the book that a judge could take. The issue is that judges don't do that ever. And definitely not consistently across different conferences. Yeah. I personally find some of these schools wouldn't want me to be a judge because I will take every deduction. I'm a little bit of a harsher judge, I would say. Um, And I'm usually the one that, like, maybe is slightly more generous. But, like, also somewhat realistic. But it's it's so tricky because you kind of get caught up in it sometimes where you're like, okay, well, you know, she technically flexed her foot, but do they take that deduction in college? Well, they should be, but do they? Not really, so do I take it? Right, if you're not taking it for an Oklahoma gymnast, then should you be taking it for a UCLA gymnast? Right. You know what I mean? it's, it's actually really tricky. And also something that we found is we scored multiple meets from the weekend, trying to be consistent with the deductions you're taking, regardless of the team. So if we're taking, you know, certain form deductions from Minnesota or Michigan, then we should be taking them from... Oregon State or Florida or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is really, really tricky to figure out how you're actually supposed to be scoring. But I will say that I noticed through all of my rescoring, even last season, I like to take the full deductions. And it's no offense to the gymnast. It's, you know, it's just... Technically the judge's job. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not an actual judge in real life, so it's not my job, but it is the judge's job to do that. But I find that... If anything, I'm always lowering the scores, not actually raising the scores. And see, I'm the opposite. I take the deductions, but I also slightly give the benefit of the doubt, meaning that I might not take for the flex fight, whereas Ashley is going to. But there are some routines, and we'll point them out when we get there. Um, but there are a couple of routines here and there where I did actually score higher than the judges actually did in the competition. Which is interesting. Um, But as far as rotation one for Michigan-Minnesota, nothing really too wild in terms of scoring differences. Yeah, there wasn't really anything, I'm looking back here at my notes, I don't really see anything that's that even worthy of noting. We either completely agreed with the judges, or we were like a half-tenth lower. Like, for example, Natalie Wojcik on ball. the judges gave her a 9.825, we gave her a 9.8. So we were .25 lower there. Gabby Wilson, judges gave her a 9.925. We agreed with that. We gave her a 9.925. Sierra Brooks, she got a 9.825 from the judges. We gave her a 9.8. So similar to Natalie, where we're like 0.25 lower than what the judges were, but it's still roughly in that ballpark. Yeah, I I think in the end to only come away, you know, as far as Michigan goes to come away just a half-tenth less than what the judges actually gave her. I think for the most part, you would say that we roughly agreed with the judges on ball for Michigan. And then bars for Minnesota... Kind of the same thing, only three quarters of a tenth difference in our scores. Um, I think the biggest one came by who and she got a 995. We gave her a 99. But again, that's just nitpicking and that's taking the little things that the judges obviously are just not taking. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like a super big deal or anything. No, and it was still a super, super good routine. Yes. And th- I would say the best in that lineup. So yeah. um, pretty much the same thing with the rotation two Michigan on bars, Minnesota on vaults. Michigan actually came away with a forty nine four two five on bars. We gave them a forty nine three five. So like Minnesota on bars, same score actually, just three quarters of a tenth lower we were when scoring. And then for Minnesota on vault, they had a forty nine three two five. We gave them a forty nine two two five. So a tenth lower for the whole team on that event. Um, but again, not really anything super super crazy. I think the biggest discrepancy for me, came with rotation three beam for Michigan. So Mm -hmm. Michigan posted a 49-625. Actually, it was a program record for them. But when I was watching it, my thought was, this is the best beam rotation they've had all season. This is a great rotation. I did not think that it was going to be a program record. I was actually kind of shook when I learned that. I was like, oh, that's... like the scores were enough to give them a program record but i don't believe the quality of the performance from a couple of the routines really indicated program record yeah like it was good but i don't know if it was that good in my lifetime as a michigan fan i've seen better beam rotations from michigan than that one so the one area that i didn't agree with the judges for michigan's benefit would actually be the leadoff spot carly bauman she got a 985 I gave her a 9-9 just because she is really clean. She didn't have any wobbles in that routine. It was just like nitpicky things. Yeah, she stuck her dismount, but she didn't really hold that as long as I would have liked. She kind of had some momentum going forward and quickly saluted out of it. So more of like a college stick type of dismount. And she may have had like a teensy, 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 tiny little check not even a check i don't even know what you would call it like just like a movement of the shoulder or something on one of her on her series i think it was yeah i didn't write it down (laughs) so now i'm trying to recall from the top of my head but i gave her a 9.9 as well um it was one of the best routines in the entire lineup so the judges gave it a 9.85 and one of the best routines that she's done period yes so i feel like she got a little bit of like a your first penalty yeah but that's only a half-tenth step for this. So we, right. gave, we gave a half-tenth back on that. The Wilson and High School, on the other hand, I think those were the scores that were the most egregious. Yeah, so the judges gave Gabby Wilson a nine eight seven five 5 when she had a pretty big wobble on her series. And her feet didn't... It wasn't like one of those wobbles where like her feet were coming up and she was leaned all the way over. It wasn't like that big. But it was more of like arm weighting to balance herself. Yeah. And she did it twice. So it was still very noticeable deduction. And then she also had on her double tuck dismount a slight movement of the feet. It looked very much like a stick, but she did move her feet. And I think it was obvious even just in the arena. Um, so I would have taken a half tenth for that. Yeah, so we actually came away with a nine seven seven five which is a whole tenth lower than what she actually got. I think with the wobble alone one judge giving her a 9-9 nine, nine is a little bit high. That means that they didn't take anything for the dismount. They didn't take anything anywhere else in the routine. If you were going to nitpick it and find things to take, like they pretty much only took a 10th for the wobble. And I would take 2 tenths for the wobble alone, probably. And then also the half 10th for the dismount. Or you could take like a 10th and a half for the wobble and then a, a half 10th for the dismount. Something like that. Either way, one judge went 9-9 nine, nine for that routine, which is too high for being real. And then Abby High School. Her routine scored a nine eight seven five. She also had a pretty big wobble on her leap series. She does a switch leap, switch leap connected, and sometimes wobbles out of it. And she did that here, and still scored a nine eight seven five, which was a little bit surprising to me. Granted. Her technique is so perfect throughout the rest of the routine and she didn't have wobbles anywhere else. No, the routine was basically as good as she could do it the rest of the way through. Like, she didn't have a single wobble. She stuck her dismount. So the rest of the routine, you could argue, was pretty perfect aside from the wobble on that switch leap. But same thing with Gabby. One judge must have given her a 9-9, which I don't think is possible given the wobble. Like, if you're only taking a tenth for a wobble i would have to th- i would think that it would be a pretty small wobble right a little shoulder dip or you yeah, know like, a little bit of movement like i think you should be taking no less than a tenth and a half on her wobble anyways so how one judge gave her a 9-9 nine, nine, i have no idea we gave her a 9-8 simply because the routine was perfect aside from the wobble so we took two tenths for but the wobble. that is a good deduction to take for that wobble so yeah those two scores i think the judges definitely gave a little bit of a gift to Michigan on those two routines in particular. But it was still a really good beam rotation for them. So with our scores, we have a 49 five, five as opposed to a 49.625 that they actually got. So a like so 49.55 so. is still a really, really good beam rotation because you drop Wilson. So Wilson's score, you could say, you know, it's over overscore, but you're dropping it anyway. So that one didn't really impact the score. You're mostly looking at high school. We dropped it to a 9.8 as opposed to a 9.875. So that was the biggest difference there. And then, we like we said, we raised Carly Bauman from a 9.85 to a 9.9. 9. Natalie Boychuk, she got a 10, we gave her a 10. I thought it was a really, really nice routine. Sierra Brooks got a 9.95, we gave her a 9.95. Again, one of the best routines I think she's ever done. And Nicoletta has got a 9.925, we gave her a 9.9. Definitely, without a doubt, one of Michigan's best beam rotations. And for a team that's not, you know, known for being particularly consistent on beam, I think they did a really great job here at this competition. Um, maybe just a little bit high in some areas for some of those routines. For Minnesota on floor, the only thing that really stood up to me is like a big, not a big discrepancy, but I personally would have gone 10 for my Hooten. in mm-hmm. She got 9975. It was following Natalie's 10 on beam, and I kind of felt like a 10 was coming. She got a 10 the week prior and this routine looked no different than all of the routines that she's ever done that have gotten a 10. Really great control on her landings, great amplitude on her jumps. I mean there really isn't a whole lot to take from it. Yeah. But, so it's one of those things like it's she got a 9975. That's a great score. That's a fair score. I probably would have went 10, but she got a 9.75, which is so incredible. At the end of the day, we had the same score as the judges. We, in a couple areas, like Gianna Gerda, she got a 9.9. 9, we gave her a 9.85. Um, Rommelina got 9.925. We gave her a 9, 9.9. So we definitely did change the scores a little bit from what the actual judges gave But in the end. It all shook out. The way that the judges actually had it. The score was a 49.325, and that's what we had as well. So in the end, it all worked out. And then for the last rotation, Michigan was on floor. Minnesota was on theme. I think similar to Beam for Michigan, this is the event where there were some scores that were a little bit high, in my opinion, for Michigan. Mm-hmm. The biggest ones probably being Sierra Brooks, who got a 995. We had her at a 9875. Uh, mostly because her last pass, she was a little bit under-rotated and she hopped forward. So you take the deduction for the under-rotation and then you also take for the hop or the step. Yeah. And one- both judges, actually. I don't know why I'm saying one judge. Both judges must have given that a 9.95, which means they both only took a half-tenth. So they probably took for the hop only and not for the under-rotation. Which-, which I think is one of the biggest deductions that's missed personally, in college gymnastics, is I think that the judges are only taking strictly for, like, what happens on the landing. So if you hop or you step, they take for that, but they don't actually take for the under-rotation, which is a deduction that you have to take. If somebody under-rotates and they step or hop forward, or backwards, I guess, depending on what direction they're going. (laughs) Like, if you're doing a one and a half on vault, it would be, you're you're going backwards if it's under-rotation. But if they take a step forward or backwards, depending on which way they're flipping... You can't just take for the hop or the stop. You also have to take for the under rotation. Yeah. 9.95 for that was a little bit high for me. As well as Natalie Boychak, It was only her second time doing floor this season. She got a 9.95. And it was a good routine, don't get me wrong. But it didn't quite feel 9.95 to me. She had not the most control coming out of one of her jumps. And then her last pass in particular, I noticed the chest was down when Um, just not the most controlled, I guess, as it could be. So we gave her a 9.85 for that. And you could, you know, you could go 9.9. I wouldn't be mad about a 9.9, but 9.9.5 felt a little bit high for me. Michigan's total on that event was a 49.675 to our 49.45. So we definitely lowered their score a little bit on that event, but still a good rotation from them, nonetheless. And then for Minnesota over on beam, they got a forty nine. Definitely not their best rotation, but um, we only lowered them by 110. So we had a 48.9 for them on that event. So again, those final scores were actual scores: 197975 for Michigan to Minnesota's 197075. And our scores were Michigan with a 197.55 to Minnesota's 196.8. I definitely feel like sitting in the arena watching that competition, it definitely felt more like a mid-197 performance for me for Michigan. As opposed to a high 197, almost 198. Definitely. I think towards the end there, the judges were... Getting a little bit excited. Yeah, definitely... Trying to get Michigan over that 198 mark, which we were joking in the arena, trying to do the math, figuring out like what they needed to get 198, and basically deemed it impossible on floor—not impossible, but not likely on floor— um, and then they actually almost did it and it just didn't feel that way like you would imagine they would have to be nailing every single landing everything would have to be done near perfection and it just didn't feel that way so not a big deal I mean overall Michigan had a great competition and a wa- even a one nine seven five five 5 is a great score if that were to be what they got you know, and something- I don't think it would have impacted the outcome of the competition which that usually what really grinds my gears is scores that are mathematically impossible or scores that impact the outcome of the meet yeah but i think in the end you know the right team won and i don't think that these scores are necessarily going to impact the rankings in a way that's not accurate and i think that's in the end what's most important moving on to the next meet that we watched and rescored we had cal at oregon state this is one (laughs) that going in It was super fun, because me and Ashley did not watch it live, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't really pay attention to anything online about this meet. I saw people talking about the scores, but I didn't know... Like, I gathered that somebody was overscored, and maybe somebody was underscored, but I didn't know which team people were talking about. As we're watching, we're, like, trying to figure out, is this what people were upset about? Yeah, and we also didn't even know the outcome of the meet. Like, so in the end... Oregon State and Cal tied, but coming into this, scoring it, me actually had no idea of that. No. So that really is fun because you're completely unbiased. We had zero idea. It's different, like, for example, with Michigan. Obviously, we were in the arena, so I know what every routine scored. I could tell you what I think it should have scored, but I do already have that bias in my head because I've, first of all, it's a, t- a, a team that I'm a fan of, but I also was there and I already know what the judges took. Whereas this me, I have absolutely no bias at all i have no preconceived notions i have no thoughts about it i'm going in completely just completely unaware of anything that had happened exactly but it definitely was interesting to to do it that way and to go back after we had rescored it and realize what the judges gave the routines and then you have you almost like are second guessing yourself you feel like the judges are gaslighting you like we'll go like really low or sometimes in some cases high on a score and then the judges will be completely off from us. And then I'm like, oh. did we miss something? Like, <laughs> so it just goes to show you, I guess, how subjective scoring can be, even when you are not biased or you're trying to not be biased. Just how you can miss little things. Mm-hmm. So, like Brittany mentioned, there was a tie, Cal, and Oregon State. Both went 197, 375. But in the end, When we went back and rewatched and rejudged, we actually had Cal on top with a 19745 and Oregon State with a 197025. So we raised Cal's score by three quarters of a tenth and we actually lowered Oregon State's score by 0.35. So three and a half tenths? Yes. So interesting. Very, very interesting. Obviously, it was at Oregon State. So they were the home team. And I think that both teams looked really good. My impression from the meet was that both these teams had really on days. I think they both had really, really strong performances. Honestly, Oregon State, I was kind of impressed. They looked better than I think I thought they were going to look. Yeah. And that's no shade to Oregon State, but they're a team that I don't really watch that much. I occasionally will tune in and watch them. But overall, I was really, really impressed with how clean clean they were, especially yeah. on Bars and Beam. I think I thought they were going to be more, like, scrappy on those events, because that's what I remember from years past. But they have some new freshmen in the lineups that are really exciting, and that's just kind of side note. It's irrelevant to the scores. But I was just really impressed with both these teams. So, starting on Vault for Oregon State in rotation one, they had a 49.075. And we actually also came up with that score as well. So, that was something that I noticed with this meet in the end when we rescored it and looked at the actual scores. It was actually pretty on par with what the judges actually gave, with the exception of really maybe just a rotation for Cal, which we'll get to. But for the most part, I think we found that we agreed with. A lot of the scores that the judges gave, we were within like a half tenth of what the judges actually gave. Um, I think the biggest discrepancy on vault for Oregon State was probably Jade Carey, and maybe this is like a hot topic, but she got a nine nine two five, and I think that I would have been okay with giving that if she had stuck the landing, but she didn't stick the landing, and then on top of that, she has built-in form issues, which is no. Secret. That's something that we've all been aware of with Jade and whether or not the judges are actually taking it. I guess that's the issue. But we actually came up with a nine eight seven five, and that was for the hop on the landing, and then also deducting for the little bit of softness in the knees and the feet mm-hmm. and just general form, not as clean as it could be. Yeah, and then I, I'm looking, we have Lauren Lech. She got a nine seven five. We gave her a nine eight. So, and other than that, everything else was exactly on the judge's side. So we lowered Jade a little bit, we raised Lauren Lutch a little bit, and that's how we ended up getting the same score in the end of forty-nine zero seven five. Over on Bars for Cal, they posted a 49.550 and we gave them a 49.5. So again, pretty close, just a half-tenth less than what the judges actually gave. I think the biggest discrepancy probably was, well, first of all, Andy Lee. She got a 9.975. We gave her a nine nine five. That's not a super big discrepancy, but it didn't really feel perfect to me. Yes, it was a really great routine. I just don't know if, like one so one judge gave it a ten i don't know if it was perfect when watching it you know nothing major but just little things yeah and then miles on they gave her a nine eight seven five she was the anchor on that event and we had it at a nine eight yeah so we took for she had a little bit of a lean on her dismount she was a little bit close on the pack which i think that maybe you could debate yeah I don't think the judges necessarily would have taken that, but she was short on a handstand. It was something that I noticed though. So even if you just take the 10th on the dismount and the short handstand on the low bar, you could get to like a 9.8.5. Yeah, we had it down to a 9.8. So then moving to the second rotation, we have Oregon State on bars cows on vaults for oregon state they posted a 49.35 and we actually had a 49.15 so i had a little bit of help from the judges on that event yes and the thing with oregon state on bars was that they actually had some really nice routines that were very clean and the routines themselves didn't have many deductions i was finding that most of the deductions were coming on the landings Mm Like, it would be a really great routine, and then... I'd have it at, like, a 9.9. Yeah, and then they'd do something on the dismount that suddenly brings him down to, like, a 9.7 or a 9.8, and it's like, Dana, I wanted to give you a 9.9 or higher. But I think a couple of discrepancies... For McMillan on bars, she was fourth in the lineup. A perfect example of someone who had a really great routine, but then everything fell apart on the dismount or going into the dismount. So we had her as a 9'7", and most of, if not all, those deductions came within the dismount. So we actually didn't realize until after we went and did a little research and we ended up figuring out that she hit her foot on the low bar going into her dismount and that was something that we did not catch we watched the routine multiple times trying to figure out why it went 9.475 we were like we have to be missing something like it either it isn't a 10 out start value but we could we could have sworn it was so we went back and watched it again after we scored it we established that it was in fact a 10 start value so then we were like what else So we went on Twitter and we ended up finding out someone had said that she hit her foot on the low bar. as She was gearing up for the dismount. And then we watched it again and we were like, oh, I guess she did. We just didn't see it. We watched it like five times and we never saw the foot hit. And I was kind of, yeah, I was struggling to see it. Even when I was looking for it, I still wasn't fully seeing it. I was kind of like, maybe she hit it, but I wasn't like 100% confident that she hit it. So we were like so confused and how she got that low of a score because she did have deductions in the dismount. Her legs were apart on the double layout. Her body position in the air kind of reminded me of Alona Shunakova a little bit because she would like open up and then she would pike down and she was coming in for the landing. She also had to step backwards. So she definitely had some significant deductions, which is how we got it down to a 9-7, but we totally missed the foot. So if anyone else caught that, let us know. But it was definitely something that on the feed, watching it multiple times, we didn't pick up on. But she did end up with a 9 4 7, 5, which I guess is fair, because you would take about three tenths for hitting your foot on the bar. But that score was the one that was dropped anyway, so it's one of those things, like we don't have to really argue about it too, too much, because it ends up getting dropped. Even with even if you gave her back the three tenths for hitting her foot, if you don't think that it happened, that's still going to be the score that you dropped, exactly. so it doesn't really matter that much. Briona's on bars got a nine nine, and that was one that I thought was a little bit generous for Oregon State. It was a great routine, don't get me wrong. But just little things like bent legs on her Jager, legs apart on the pack, she had to hop on the dismount. Those were all little things that should have been deducted for. And they somehow only gave her one-tenth of a deduction, whereas we got two-tenths total for a 9.8. And then Jade Carey, she got a 9.975 for her bar routine. We gave it a 9.9. And that is just the form, again, um, form, particularly on the Maloney. And And then she was short of a handstand as well. Nothing, like, major, but just little things that... It wasn't perfect. No, definitely not perfect. Or almost perfect with a 9975. So that's definitely a score that we lowered. Like we said, we got a 4915 to the judge's actual 4935. Meanwhile, Cal was on vault. They posted a 49150. We gave them a 49125. So pretty on par there, just to have... No, not even, a quarter time. Quarter time, yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty impressive judging on Brittany and I's part (laughs) to get that close to the judges. Um, nothing too wild there that i feel compelled to point out i mean it was pretty much what you would expect yeah pretty much correct i would say in rotation three oregon state was on bean cal was on floor oregon state posted a forty-nine four five on this event it was a pretty good event for them and we mostly agreed with the judges we gave them a forty-nine three seven five. i think the biggest difference that we had in our scores was for maddie dagan on beam so the judges gave her a nine 9- Eight seven five and we gave her a nine eight. And it was a really good routine. I wanted yes. this is one of those examples of the routines that I wanted to give a nine nine and then she did a tenth hop on the dismount, and so it brought me down to a nine eight. But and other than that, if she would have stuck it, I would have gone nine nine. Yeah, because she had I think she was a little bit short on one of her leaps. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing that I was taking. So the one judge that gave a 9-9 for this to make it a nine eight seven five, they only took for the dismount. They didn't take for the leap. The other judge, I'm assuming, took a half-tenth for the leap. One of the leaps. But it was a really nice routine until the hop on the dismount where the, obviously you'd have to take a tenth for that because it wasn't even like a minuscule hop where it was just like a slide of the foot. It was a very clear hop. So that was probably the biggest difference that we had from the actual scores. And then for... Cattle on floor, very similar thing. We had 49.4, the actual judges' scores, to our 49.375, so just a quarter tenth difference there. And Navea De Souza posted a nine eight seven five in which we gave that an actual nine eight. Yeah, I think she lacked control on her last pass, and then I also think you could take for the step back on the first pass as well. So we had that one down to a nine eight, but everything else was pretty pretty on par with what the judges actually gave it. Yeah, and same with in the last rotation, Oregon stayed on floor. They went. 49.5 and we gave a 49.425. So the score that was dropped was Lauren Lutch's 9.675, which we, by the way, had it at a 9.6, so definitely took a little bit more than the judges did, mainly because of her first pass. She was really, really, really low on it. Almost lucky. lucky yeah, lucky to stand it up. That's how low it was. Jade Carey got a 9.975. It's One of those things, similar to her vault, where... Are you taking for the form or are you not? Right. Like, she always has flexed feet. Her landings are pretty solid always, but are you taking the form deductions or are you not? And I, like I mentioned at the beginning, being kind of a a stricter judge, I would always take it. I'm kind of in the belief of, you know, some gymnasts never should actually score tens because of the built-in deductions that they have. As great as Jade Carey is on floor... We I gave her a 995, and Brittany did as well, so... But for the most part, pretty good on floor for Oregon State. That's usually the event where you see the most home cooking, maybe, especially in the last rotation. Things tend to go a little bit wild on floor, but... And I, I think it was pretty fair. I thought it was more... Cal being underscored on Beam in the yeah. final rotation that was really interesting. So they got a 49.275. We gave them a 49.45. Four, so we had Cal significantly higher on Beam than what they actually got. And that in the end made the difference. Yeah. That allowed them to tie with Oregon State instead of winning it all right. And that was the rotation that kind of was making me wonder like, am I missing something? <laughs> like, what am I not seeing? Why are the judges scoring this so low? We had to go back and actually watch a couple of the routines multiple times just because we just didn't understand the judges' scores. Like Maddie Williams, for example, scored a 9-8. It was a really good routine. We actually had it at a 9 8 Yeah, we took a tenth for the hop on the landing. We took a half tenth for her series, but that was it. And I didn't even notice the series. That was one of those things that you saw, I didn't. So I went 9-9. I only took the tenth for the dismount. I felt like she had the slightest shoulder adjustment. It was very, very slight, which is why I gave it a 985. That's how we got to a 9875. I was more infuriated by Maya Lazan. The judges only gave her a 9.75. We had it at a 9.85, so a whole tenth higher. Yeah, and same thing with her. We took a tenth on the dismount and then a half tenth for the series. She had, if you look at her feet, her front foot moves forward just slightly when she lands. Very, very minor things, but technically is a deduction that the judges can take and they should take, which is how we got that to a 9.85, but I don't understand how they got a whole other tenth off of that. It was really, really, really Routine. Yeah, and kind of like what we said in the beginning, this is where all the frustration comes from with inconsistencies across the nation, across conferences, and judges not taking deductions. Especially when they're big, but it leaves you questioning what do you do for little things? Like a movement of the foot. Do you take that? Because it doesn't seem like anybody is these days. Right. Or they do sometimes for some conferences. Yeah, it's just super, super frustrating. And and this is not a new conversation. This is a conversation that we've been having for years, and everyone is aware of it. But, well, and I'm thinking now too the UCLA Arizona State meet, which is not a meet that we rescored, this is just something that we watched. And I wanted to mention here. Anaya Smith stock hold the Yorchenko one and a half and she got a nine eight five that you know damn well would have been at least a nine nine five if it was in the SEC. A hundred percent. And then Selena Harris, she got a 9.875 on floor, which is the second week in a row that I feel like Selena's been underscored on floor. She one was, of the judges gave her a 9.95, the other one gave her a 9.8. So she was sticking her passes with two feet, which love that for her. I think where they were giving her the deduction it was her chest was low, but it wasn't like that low. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt a little bit mean spirited on behalf of <laughs> Selena Harris. Like, Like, why do the judges hate Selena Harris? Right. Like, she should have gotten a 10, not just on floor, but, like, on on any other event, a long time ago. Like, the fact that she doesn't have a 10 and she's so, so clean and consistent every week makes me angry And she called out the judges in the press conference after. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, but she said that... She was happy that Jordan got a 10 finally because if they were in another conference, she feels they would have had multiple by now. Which Which is true. She's not lying. I, for the record, I just want to say, because this is another topic that people are discussing online right now, I'm not necessarily saying that Selena's routine should have been a 10. I would not have been surprised if it was a 10 based off the way that judges score and how they don't always take all the deductions that they should be. I was expecting a 9.95 for that routine, personally. Yeah, I was a little shook when I found out one judge went eight. I was questioning everything. I was <laughs> questioning, like, my abilities to watch gymnastics and judge things properly. I just, I was like, what did they miss? Sometimes those judges, they blink or something and they miss how great the routine actually was or they're missing deductions. I guess maybe it could go both ways, but not only Selena, but also Anaya Smith were definitely underscored in that me. And that's not even getting into Florida and Missouri yet, which we're gonna do right now. This one was by far the most egregious scoring of the entire weekend. It was the talk of the gym tonight, and rightfully so. I feel like after watching this meet, certain judges need to lose their job. <laughs> Maybe that's bold of me to say. But something needs to happen. There needs to be repercussions for doing this. Like They're not going to stop unless they're like publicly shamed, embarrassed, and they lose their job. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, people do call out the judges' names, but this has also been happening for years. It's not working. Since the beginning of time, you could say. And we don't really ever get anywhere. Like, we have these same conversations. Like, you could go back to last year and find a podcast where we're having these same exact conversations. This is nothing new. Here we are yet again. And Florida usually does you know, they do tend to be at the top of the overscoring discussion because I feel like they're one of the most consistently overscored teams. I feel like every top team gets overscored. Oklahoma gets overscored Michigan gets overscored. All the SEC schools, well, I shouldn't say all of them. Most of the SEC schools get overscored. At times, everyone gets overscored. Yes, everybody has at least one or two or three meets throughout the season. You're like, that's a little bit much. But Florida is one of those teams that I feel like I watch every weekend and I always feel like there's a couple routines that I'm like, how? How is this mathematically possible? Were you watching this routine? Please explain because I don't understand. So for this week, it was Florida versus Missouri. Florida came away with a 198.35 198.35 to Missouri's 196.625. That was Florida's first 198 score of the season, by the way.
1: And Which I'm, is kind
0: of surprising. Kind of. You think by now they definitely would have had multiple, but don't get me wrong. Florida is definitely a 198 caliber team, but they just weren't at this meet. As you're going to find out with our rescoring, we had them Significantly lower than what they actually got. So we had Florida at a 197.825, which is still a great score. Yes, but it's five, a little over five tenths lower than what actually happened. Yeah, five tenths and a quarter to be exact. Yeah. And Missouri, complete opposite end of the spectrum here, we have them at a 196.575, which is only a half tenth less than what they actually scored. We found that Missouri was actually underscored on a lot of the events with the exception of beam vault and floor in particular you'll see here in a second when we break it down we had their score higher than what they actually got but which is interesting this reminds me of last year when we were scored i think it was missouri lsu a similar thing happened no i know it was missouri florida but florida was just at missouri was it yeah okay well either way i know i remember (laughs) it specifically because we we did an episode similar to this Maybe you're right. It yes. was. Yeah. I do kind of remember that now. Well, I think like Leanne won on beam was one of the scores that was like, or it was, uh, no, it was, it, was Alyssa, it was Alyssa Bauman on beam. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> well, anyways, regardless, this has happened before because I was getting deja vu as we were rescoring this meet because it was- You're m- like, I've done this. Before. Missouri in particular being underscored in comparison to the other team that's on the competition floor with them. And other teams in the nation. Yeah, you. All right, so let's break this down. So we have Florida on ball, Missouri on bars. I think the clearly the biggest discrepancy in this rotation for florida was chloe clark in the anchor spot because she scored a 985 for your chinkle full with a big hop backwards and the biggest issue with that score is that when you break down what each judge gave individually you had one judge go 975 which is the more realistic score out of the two the other judge went 995 meaning that they didn't take any deductions one judge looked at that ball and said it was perfect when there was clearly at least the one tap hop at the very least. Yeah, the judge that gave the 975 is what made the score in the end, I guess, technically mathematically possible because she scored a 985. But while it's still mathematically possible, technically it's not correct because the hop alone was a 10th. And that's not factoring in you know a pike in the hips or any other deductions that you might be able to find with that ball that's not factoring in any of that that's just talking about the landing which we all know there's more deductions than just the landing but sometimes judges i think only really look at the landing which mm-hmm. is why i think we're seeing so much inconsistency with scoring across the nation i think with this vault potentially because it was at the end, maybe the judges thought that it was your tranq double Like, maybe they just, their eyes, you know, deceived <laughs> them. Yeah, that's what I thought potentially could have happened. Or, they, after scoring a bunch of 10 start values the entire rotation, maybe they just forgot that this one started out of another side. That is such a rookie mistake, though. But even, yeah, either way, that's... Not good. Yeah, like that's your job as a judge to know these things. Like you are trained and you are ultimately paid to be able to do these things and to be able to find deductions and know what start values are and skill value and all the things like that. Right. So looking at the rest of the rotation, the lowest score that we had was Leanne Wan's vault. We gave it a nine seven. The judges gave it a nine seven two five. So not too much of a difference there. But, but that is technically the score that we dropped. Yes. And then the only other differences that we had was Peyton Richard. Richards, we brought her score up a quarter time. So the judges gave her a 9.825, we gave her a 9.85, and then Skye Blakely got a 9.875, and we brought it up to a 9.9, so raise it again by just a quarter tenth. And then by lowering Chloe Clark's vault by a half tenth, that right there in the end makes it so Florida wound up with the same score for that rotation Mm -hmm. as the judges actually gave them. So again, it was a 49.35. And I guess in the end, in terms of the numbers, we agreed. I don't Feel like their vault rotation was scored that ridiculously high outside of Chloe Clark. Everybody else, for the most part, was either spot on or within a quarter tenth yeah. of what I would have given them. So for the most part, I would say this is a fair rotation for Florida. Again, with the exception of Chloe Clark, that was technically, from one judge, mathematically impossible. Wow. Backline, because it goes downhill from here. <laughs> um looking at Movie. We started out strong, so that's good. Right. I know, that first rotation, aside from Chloe Clark, I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Like, this isn't... (laughs) Also, because we should say, we didn't watch the first two and a half rotations of this meet, because we were coming back home from the Michigan-Minnesota meet. So this was actually our first time watching this through and scoring. Yeah. We had seen the discourse on... Twitter and all that. So we knew about Chloe Clark. We yeah. had not actually, like, seen the rest of the And rotation. also, I don't think this necessarily needs to be said, but I'm going to say it just in case. Obviously, this has nothing to do with Chloe. This has nothing to do with any of the athletes that we're talking about here. We're talking about the judges not doing their job. And I understand that sometimes, you know, especially when you're talking about it online, gymnasts go on and they see that. It probably doesn't make them feel very good. And I totally get that. But we're talking about judges not doing their job. Not anything against the athletes. And I feel like if we want gymnastics to be treated like any other sport, fans have to be able to discuss routines, scores, you know, what the judges are doing. Because that's what we do for any other sport like football. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you would watch the rough make a really bad call and people will talk about it online for centuries. <laughs> so I think it's only fair that we have the same expectations for gymnastics. So looking at Missouri on bars... We lowered this rotation by a tenth, so kind of similar to Florida Unvault in the sense that it's not really too big of a scoring difference between us and the actual judges. The lowering of scores came from Cher They gave her a 9.85, we gave her a 9.8, and then Jocelyn Moore had a 9.85 as well. We gave her a 9.775. Her routine was the one that stood out the most to me, and it's the biggest difference in scoring. Um, it's, you know, three quarters of a tenth. And the reason we gave it the score that we did is because she had a couple of missed handstands. I think there was two in that routine and then kind of stepped out of her dismount and quickly turned. It was, you know, what I guess what some people would call a college stick. She didn't really hold the stuck landing, was kind of trying to disguise it a little bit. Yeah, so, a little bit of a deep squat. Yeah, so I don't quite know that it was 9.85 worthy. Um, but again, nothing really too wild in that rotation in terms of overscoring. So, again, the judges gave a 49.225. We gave a 49.125. So, a tenth difference there. Moving on to the second rotation, we had Florida on bars and Missouri on vaults. Florida's score was a 49.675. We scored it a 49.475. So, a whole two tenths lower two scores that we want to point out vittoria when she got a nine nine two five we gave her a nine eight seven five yeah and this is where it's tricky because yeah the judges sit on the side of the bars they can't necessarily see things like like separations on Paxaltos and maloney's and double layouts <laughs> yeah when we're watching on the tv it's clear as day so you're naturally wanting to take that because you can see it? <laughs> and I don't think that's a deduction that is consistently... I mean, not it's not even a matter of doing it consistently. I don't think they're taking that deduction at all for her. As well as a tenth for a handstand on the low bar. It was a little bit short. But we took, you know, a tenth for that handstand and then just a general deduction for, like, form. Yeah, whether it's leg separation, a little bit of soft knees and the double layout. There definitely is some form issues in that routine, especially when you compare it to someone like Trini Thomas, for example, or Leanne Wan, who is just so clean. There has to be a way to differentiate the two between like, the perfection and something that's still really really great but not quite as perfect as what some of the others in the lineup are doing. Yeah, nine nine two five felt a little bit high. Nine eight seven five feels a little bit more accurate in my opinion. And then Kayla De of course, got her first perfect ten, which I completely forgot about. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, like I knew it because obviously I went on Twitter and I saw that she got a ten. But then we rewatched this back and I scored it and I was like, wait. They gave her a 10. Like, I completely forgot Yeah, first perfect 10 of her career, and, you know, I had no doubts at some point or another she was going to get a 10, but I don't know if it was this routine. Yeah. My biggest issue was the dismount. Yes, she stuck it, but she kind of leaned forward a little bit, so to me it wasn't a perfect stick. It wasn't as controlled as you would want to see it. Absolutely. You see gymnasts all the time dropping that landing. They know exactly where they are. Boom. They get it. They salute. And it just looks like a perfect landing. Kayla's looked like she was fighting to hold on to a stick. Right. Which is still worthy of a great score. It's just not a 10. You so I was take... really surprised because to me it's so obvious. Yeah. Like it's the first thing that I see. You would take a half 10 for that. And then I saw a short handstand in there as well, which... I wouldn't even take a full 10th for. I would just take a half 10th. It was just a, a minor, it's the first hand stand if you're wanting to go back and watch the routine. And I will say this, if I'm giving the benefit of the doubt here, I think like you mentioned with Victoria Wen, we are seeing it from a different angle than the judges are seeing it from. To me, from the angle of the camera, it looks short. I instantly noticed it, and so did Ashley. But I I did question it a little bit. I was like, was that short, or are my eyes deceiving me a little bit here? So that one I'm willing to debate. I would say 9.95 at the absolute most for this routine would be fair. If you think that you're seeing a short handstand, then I would go 9.9. That's what I saw, but Mm -hmm. I'm also willing to debate that one. (laughs) Either way, I think we're all in agreement that it was not a 10. And then... Kind of similar to what i said with vittoria Wen, we have peyton richards in the anchor spot she scored a 985 and there's just entirely too many built-in deductions in that routine for it to ever be scoring in the 9-8 range or above we're talking like major like separations like vittoria Wen has very minor in my opinion like separations on her pack and maloney and all that and the double layout dismount as well. Peyton Richards has very noticeable large deductions on each and every one of those skills. Well, and with this particular routine, she also had deductions on the dismount because she had her chest down a step forward, which is a, a, a deduction in and of itself. So, yeah, it was another one of those, it was another one of those like leans. Yeah, so like you were saying, it's a little bit tricky because you have the... I don't know if you want to say obvious deductions because it should all be obvious but you have like the steps the hops the things that you shouldn't be able to deny but then you also have the built in stuff and someone like Peyton because she has technically a deduction on every single thing that she's doing for the most part the routine really in theory unless she like absolutely stuck cold the dismount really shouldn't be going over I want to say nine eight, yeah Maybe, maybe 985. The judges are being like super, super generous that day. But for this particular routine with the dismount and those both in deductions, a 985 just was not making a whole lot of sense for me. Yeah, we came up with 9725 between the two of us. So in the end... Her score was the one that was dropped in our lineup at least. So you'd be counting, you know, all those nine nine plus scores from the rest of the lineup and then Win and Blakely scores at the top of the rotation. We gave Blakely for reference. She scored a nine eight two five. We gave her a nine eight, like we said, when was given a nine nine two five. We gave a nine eight seven five. Everybody else was pretty well, and I guess Kayla. Kayla, we gave a nine nine. The judges gave her a ten. Trinity and Wong were spot on with a nine nine five. We agreed with that, and then Richards we lowered from a nine eight five to a nine seven two five. So in the end, looking at that whole rotation, we lowered Florida's score by two tenths based on what they actually got. And then for Missouri on vault, they put up a forty nine zero five, and we actually raised their score on this event. So we had them at a forty nine one seven five, which is a tenth and a quarter higher than what they actually got. I think the biggest area where we were able to do that was the leadoff Sydney Schaefer on vault. She got a nine six seven five. We gave it a nine seven five. To me, that felt more accurate. It was more in line with the type of vault we saw from Chloe Clark from Florida. Yeah, that was given a nine nine five from one of the judges. A 975 from the other. I look at a ball like that and I'm like, 975. So that's what we gave it. But then the judges weren't really harsh on her. So again, it's one of those things in the competition itself, you're not seeing consistent scoring. Um, she had a pretty hot, big hot back, but she got good distance. Her height was pretty good. It was pretty clean in the air it wasn't like a major bend in the hips or anything like that so that I think was definitely one of the biggest places that we raised the score but then also between the combination of Jocelyn Moore and Amari Celestine we raised between the two of them combined a half tenth with those two balls because Moore got a 9925 which is not an egregious score but again I think in comparison to other vaults that you're seeing around the country, if you have a sky high clean, your go one and a half that you're sticking, I'm for the most part of the belief that it should not be going below nine. Yeah, nine five. she didn't move her feet; she brought her heels together. I mean, she has great amplitude, distance. She has all the things. Form is great. The only thing that I personally would take, and again, this is not a deduction that judges are consistently taking. But I personally, being a mean judge, would take for a little bit of direction. She was a little bit off to the side. She wasn't over that white line or anything, but she was not in the center of the mat. No. And she was definitely off to one side. You can take a half tenth for that. I would personally. So we went nine nine. F- Ooh. <laughs> Girl, drink, some <clears throat> drink some water. We went nine nine five for that. The judges gave it a nine nine two five. So again, it's one of those things, like it's not that that big of a deal. But I want consistency and justice for all of these girls who are doing just as incredible a vault as some of these other top teams. Yeah. That are getting rewarded with nine nine eight, seven, fives, and tens. Just putting it in perspective, a judge gave Chloe Clark's vault and Jocelyn Moore's vault the same score. And I think we just need to sit on that for a second. <laughs> justice for Jocelyn Moore, that's all I'm gonna say. And Amari Celestine got nine, eight, seven, five. We gave it a 9-9. I mean, really, a great ball. A a top top top. four on the landing, yeah, but... Um, other than that, I personally wouldn't take any of the deductions, so between Moore, Celestine, and Schaefer, we actually had a tenth and a quarter higher than what the judges actually got, which is kind of funny, because it's not too often that we rescore meets and we raise the score, <laughs> but this is the second time now, like we said off the top, this is the second time now that with Missouri we've rescored a meet and we've actually found that they've been underscored, which is funny. When I say funny, it's not actually funny, it's just interesting. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to the third rotation, we had Florida on beam, Missouri on floor. Florida got a 49.6 on beam, and we had them at 49.425, which is down a tenth and three quarters from what the judges actually gave which is pretty significant i would say i mean, when you're looking at like a tenth and a half to two tenths or or more i guess that's when it starts to get like they were being overscored for sure undeniably i think kayla DiCello, once again the judges she must have had like a relative judging or like somebody that was a really big kayla DiCello fan was judging this me because she got a 9975 on beam meaning one judge gave her a perfect 10 and we gave her a nine eight seven five. So a whole that I'm f- willing to make a nine nine. The nine eight seven five you can maybe argue your way up to a nine nine. I judge. Again, it's all about you know, it's a subjective sport, so it's about what you see, what you would take. We all see different things and I totally understand that. But the it's biggest it's all, all about being consistent and you know, yeah. being equal, especially in the same competition. And Kayla had you know a little movement on her series if you're watching her feet her feet did move which is a deduction and then kind of a lean back on the dismount she was kind of on her heels so she like kind of got the stick but then also kind of not um, similar to what we said on bars for her, just because you technically stick doesn't mean that it's a perfect stick or doesn't mean that there's not some other deductions built in there as well. Oh, totally. You can tell when a gymnast like plants that thing in the ground and they, they're secure and they got that landing. And I didn't get that vibe. I got like, oh, like She was fighting for like, it. Like when you want to make the noise like that like that's how you know that it wasn't like a cold stock landing yeah like she was fighting for the stick (laughs) so the one judge that gave her a 10 i'm like "Mm. no not really um like we said we got it down to a 9875 with the series and then the the little slight lean back on the dismount and then trinity thomas who needs no help at all getting tens because she can do it perfectly fine on her own got a 10 on beam despite having a step forward on her dismount and i think it was a clear step like it's it's more obvious from the side angle which is the angle the judges are on but also from the angle of the broadcast they initially showed straight on with the beam we could see it then so i don't really know how the judges didn't see it both judges didn't see it yeah and don't these judges know that you're not supposed to blink (laughs) like (laughs) blink when they're dancing
1: do right. not blink
0: when they're going for the dismount or going for a skill. But you're telling me they both blinked? Like, I'm just not buying that. Yeah. I don't know. I'd love to interview these judges, man. You know? I'd, I'd love to get in their head about what they're doing. Like, did it's they- See their justification maybe for Maybe they both sneezed or something and their eyes shut at the same time. Like, there has to be some No, there ain't no reason. way. There literally ain't no way. Honestly, <laughs> I think the energy and the momentum was building towards a 10. And so the judges just gave it. Because they went 9975 for Kayla before. And so, what do you do after that? You give Trinity a 10. You know what I mean? That's not how this works. You know? Well, I think (laughs) for these judges it is. Uh, Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. And Trinity was super cool about it, though. Like, she got online after the fact and was like, this is not a 10. Yeah, the Florida account posted her beam routine and they were like, it's a 10. And then she's like, it's not. But then she put in the corner, but my floor was. And I'm like go off because you're so right because we'll get to it in a second but i would have gone 10 for her floor routine and not for that beam routine so i appreciate the athletes i mean the athletes shouldn't have to acknowledge it that's really unfortunate but i appreciate that she said something about it because i think it's something that a lot of people were talking about a lot of people were up in arms about and to have her acknowledge it and say like hey i don't agree with this i really appreciate that Someone else, real quickly, I skimmed over it when looking at my notes that I wanted to mention on beam was Ellie Lazari. She got a 9.775. This was actually a rare instance in which we went higher than a Florida judge went. We gave Ellie a 9.85. And it was really because she didn't have much deductions aside from maybe a like tiny, slight little check on her series. The smallest check. And then a hop on the dismount, which you would take a 10th for. But everything else was... Perfect. I mean she has great lines, good toe point. I mean, she's one of those types of gymnasts that don't have built-in deduction. So I was actually a little bit surprised to see the nine seven seven five and to know yeah. that one judge went nine seven five. I I had her at a nine nine five until the dismount. So not quite sure how that happened, but here we are. A rare, rare instance where we go higher than a judge. So moving over to Missouri on floor, the judges gave them a 49.2 and similar to vault this was another rotation that we had missouri a little bit higher than what they actually got not a little bit it was actually quite significant it was a 10th and three quarters yeah we had them at a forty nine three seven five, and i think the biggest reason for that would be jocelyn moore the judges only gave her a 985 which i still to this moment do not understand when you look at her routine in comparison to every single routine in florida's lineup that went 99 9 plus some of them 9975. I don't understand how you get Jocelyn Moore down to a 985. She has sky high tumbling. She has her leaps and jumps 180. Yeah, I think that, and this is maybe a little bit nitpicky, but I would actually take for the double layout. The way she landed it, it was just a little bit low. It wasn't... See, but I didn't feel that way. When I watched it, I think I took a general half-tenth form deduction just for like flexed feet, bent knees, slightly soft knees. Yeah. Um. That's all I took. Yeah, I think it's hard with double layouts because Trinity Thomas is superior in her double layout. Like yes. so high, so clean <laughs> that maybe my expectations for double layouts are unrealistic because not everyone is Trinity. But it did look a little bit low to me on the landing <laughs> which is fair that's totally fine but my issue either way nine nine comes five. with <laughs> the fact that it's not consistent with what was happening even in that meet there's no reason why Kayla DiCello should have been going nine eight seven five for that floor routine, or Rachel Bauman with a nine nine when you're giving Jocelyn Moore a nine eight five yeah a whole half tenth or three quarter tenth difference than those routines you know what I mean right yeah that's what I don't agree with so we raised that score by a full tenth, and then the rest I think was you know just little things here or there. Um, Celestine got a nine nine. We had it as a nine nine two five. Cause again, you watch if if you take those routines and you put them into Florida's lineup, they would have been going nine nine plus or, or ten. 10. Like they, yes. I could see these routines going ten. And that's the part that's frustrating. So it's not that the score. You could make their scores accurate. You could absolutely make those a 9-9 or a 9-8-5. I'm sure you could. But when you compare it to the way that Florida and other teams in the nation are being scored, that's where it's not consistent and that's where it's wrong. You got to be consistent. You got to take the same deductions, Or if you're not taking the deduction, you need to not take it for everybody. It needs to not be a deduction that exists in the code. Yeah, and this is a problem that we see across the nation, but it's even worse and even more infuriating when it happens in the same meet. Like, you at the very least have to be consistent with your scoring in the same meet. Like, come on. Alyssa Shermada, she got a 985. We gave that one a 99. Everybody else was pretty on par. Sienna Schreiber had a 98. We gave it a 9825. So little things here and there that we... In the end, ended up increasing Missouri's score in this event. It was yeah. a good rotation for them. There's two that we lowered. Was Alana Al- uh, Kratzer? She got a 9.8. We gave her a nine seven seven five. And then Hannah McCrary got nine seven seven five. We gave nine seven five. So a little raising here, a little lowering there. In the end, it worked out where they were a tenth and three quarters lower than what we gave them. And then in the last rotation, we had Florida on floor with Missouri on beam. Florida got a 49725. We gave them a 49575, which is a tenth and a half lower than what the judges gave. We had mentioned Kayla DiCello got a nine eight seven five. We gave that a nine eight five. Rachel Bauman's nine nine. We turned to a nine eight five. Peyton Richards, 9-9. We agreed with that. Gave it a 9-9. That was the only thing we agreed with, apparently, in that rotation. And then Leanne Wong got a 9 5 which we had at a 9 5 And that was mainly because of the first pass. Yeah, it's hard to give that a perfect score when... Although I admire the incredible difficulty of that skill, I feel like she doesn't control the landing well it, it's hard to control that kind of landing well candy baker actually did that same timeline pass and always landed it very well but she did take a step forward which she's allowed to do but it just wasn't as controlled as it could have been and also a little bit soft in the knees well and that was actually the first time that she didn't under rotate yeah that because the, the entire season she's been doing a jump out of it but it's been like a jump backwards which means that she's under rotating it so i was Happy to see that she is now at least getting enough momentum to go forward and take a step. But I would ideally like to see a little bit more control in that if we're trying to make it a perfect score. Yeah, that was my biggest thing with it. Like, I don't care if you want to take, you know, the, for the knees or not. That's something that is a deduction that judges don't always take consistently. But whether it's a 9-9 or nine nine five, it certainly wasn't a 10 which one judge gave it. And then Trinity Thomas, on the other hand, she also got a 9975, which, as I alluded to earlier, I gave a 10 because why would you not? When you compare that to Leanne Juan's routine right before, I think Trinity's is better than Leanne's. But the judges are giving it the same score, and I'm like, no. That's- <laughs> yeah, and with Trinity having so many 10s on that event... You, all you had to do is just compare it to all the other routines she's got. And, like, to me, that looks like every other 10-04 routine she's done. So. It was so good. Like, complete control on her tumbling. Jumps from 180 and controlled. There Stuck was, the last pass cold. There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, the audacity of the judges to give her a 10 on beam, but not on floor. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Skye Blakely in the anchor position, she got a 9975. Also want to give her a shout out because she had a really, really good day in general. Yeah. She did the all around. And I don't know for certain that it was her all around best score, but I would imagine that it had to be. Um, she's someone who has struggled with consistency throughout her entire career so far at Florida. And she put together a really, really solid meet. Um, So I do want to just give a shout out for that. But she got a 9975 on floor that we brought down to a 99. And the biggest reason for that was, you know, she has flex feet on the Arabian double front. Slight movement on that landing as well. And then, um, in my opinion, not as controlled as she could have been on that last pass. She kind of bounced into the step. Instead of landing firmly and then stepping forward. So in total, we were, like I said, a 10th and a half lower on that. event. still a really, really great rotation and a great great score with a 49.575. Just not quite 49.725. Kind of like I said for Michigan on beam. I wouldn't look at the score for Florida and think that it was, you know, a forty-nine-seven-two-five or one of their best. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think that was a program market for them necessarily, but I wouldn't look at that score and then watch that performance and agree with it just offhand. You know what I mean? Right. Um, It didn't seem like it should have been that high. It didn't seem as perfect as it may have, as the scores may have led you to believe. Yeah. But still very, very good. Missouri on beam had a 49.15. We gave them a 48.9. So we ended up lowering this whole rotation by two and a half tenths. And Helen who is is really the reason. Yeah. Unfortunately, because we love Helen who She's beautiful. She got a 9.675. And oh. I don't quite know how that's possible because she did like a front aerial. It's a scale type then kind of like what Nasia did at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And she not only was wobbling on it, like you could see the, the well it wasn't actually a fall, but you could see the mistake coming because she was like leaning down low and she was waved, like, flailing her arms and then she ended up touching the beam. Which is three tenths so long. Yes. It? And then on top of that... The dismount was short. She stepped forward. She had her chest down. So you take for the step. You also take for the under rotation, which is another two tenths right there. You take for the chest being down. You take three tenths for touching the beam. You can take a, a deduction for the wobble itself and the waving of the arms. I mean, there was a lot of deductions in that. Even so she, though she didn't technically fall, there were just so many other deductions. If you one judge to give it a 9-7, means that they only took for her touching the beam and they didn't take anything else. They didn't take anything on the dismount, which, it. again, mathematically impossible because she under-rotated and she had to step forward, so how do you not take for that? Yeah, and Did you not see that? Um, so that was an extremely generous score. And, and actually, you would think, oh, it doesn't matter because that's a score you drop, anyways, right? It did matter in this case because they had Cindy Schaefer in the leadoff spot with a fall. She got a 9.25. So Helen Hughes' score had to count. So the higher that score was, the better the team score that Missouri was going to get. So I think they were very, very lucky to receive the 9.675 because Ashley and I had it down to a 9.4 which that would have been the score that they counted, which is how we got it down to a 48.9, because you're counting that 9.4. And they had a lot of highlights in that rotation. Um, Shana Schreiber got a 9.95. It was a beautiful routine. We agreed with it. We also gave it a 9.95. And Alyssa Schrametta, they gave her a 9.925. We actually had that as a 9.95 as well. Yeah, so. so it was a good rotation, and there was areas where we raised slightly, or we agreed with the judges, but Helen who I think, was really the big one, where several attempts were taken off. The judges didn't take. So again, in the end, we had Florida originally with a 19835. We scored it at a 197825 to Missouri's 196625 from the judges, 196575 from us so you guys want to let us know what you think if you agree with our scoring if you would have taken any different deductions that's always really interesting to see what people notice or what you don't notice because i think a lot of this is subjective we've said that already but it totally is and we just see it you know we're critical people and (laughs) we are looking for deductions we are going back purposely analyzing these routines in a way that the judges aren't able to because we can go back and rewatch things And sometimes we struggle, even when going back and watching, like we said before, with the gymnast from Oregon State on bars, um, hitting her feet on the bar. You know, there's just little things that you miss. And even when you're trying to see it, when you go back and watch and like specifically look for it, you could still miss it or you could still struggle to see it. So I think scoring is subjective. Um, I, I think that this is never an issue that we are going to fully solve because of that but i do expect more consistency and at the very least taking the correct deductions for obvious deductions like you can't deny steps and hops and under some, some stuff is subjective some things are so minor that you know you could argue that maybe you shouldn't be counting that but there's some things like steps on the landing or whatever similar things you know it's not really up for debate like this is a clear deduction you need to take it So that's how we got for you guys from week six. We were wanting to do LSU and Auburn. That was actually, we put out a poll that was actually the most requested meet, which I was kind of surprised by because I feel like out of all the meets that happened this past week, that was the one that I was least upset about. (laughs) Like I watched Michigan, Minnesota, Florida, Missouri, and I had heard about Cal Oregon State and knew that there was going to be some overscoring so that's why i was like i'm doing these three because i think these are the most egregious scored meets of this week this past week so i was a little surprised when everyone requested lsu auburn because i didn't watch that one and necessarily think that it was that overscored yeah like it seemed relatively fair to me so we ended up watching and scoring some of the other meets first and then by the time we got around to even doing or having the opportunity to do Auburn LSU, we um, realized that it was in the lead on the poll. And I was like, oh. And it we, was already Monday and yeah. work got us. And even still today, we're finishing this up on Tuesday. And we just have entirely too many other things that we have to do that I just don't have the time to watch that meet again for the second time and rescore it. So, unfortunately, we have made the executive decision to not... Score that one. But if and you feel really, really passionately about it, you can let us know that you're not pleased with this decision. <laughs> and, or if there's certain routines you want us to watch and rescore it, let us know and we'll take a look at individual routines. That'll be a lot easier and less time consuming. We have spent now, when you add everything up, hours on this podcast, and I just don't have any more minutes to give outside of what I'm going to have to do to edit this. So, <laughs> but we appreciate you guys for listening and let us know what you think. What meets were the most over or maybe we'll say this what routines were the most overscored in your opinion because i think all of these meets were overscored but let us know what routines you were the most upset about so that does it for this week's episode we hope you guys enjoyed it before we let you go we want to real quickly thank our gold level patreon supporters so a big thank you to amy m emily b kathleen r lucy s becca s dfp blake b Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Malan W, M, Derek H, Happy M, Martin, and Jasmine C. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We love and appreciate you all so, so much. Next week, we will have an interview with a very exciting guest, someone that me and Ashley have been wanting to get on the show for a while, actually, and that is Fisk captain and sophomore Naima Muhammad. It's a really great interview, so I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. That'll be out hopefully on Monday next week, and then this Friday, Ashley and I will be doing the Michigan-Nebraska broadcast on BTN+. Plus. So if you aren't doing anything and you want to tune into that meet otherwise it'll be on youtube i find that number one gym fan or somebody out there uploads pretty much every single meet so if you can't catch it live or you don't have btm plus you can look for that meet later because ashley and i will be on the mic. we hope that you guys have a wonderful week and we will talk to you real soon bye, bye.